This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. From around the world, this is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. You are in a land of darkness and fear. Somewhere between waking and sleeping are night terrors. Night Terrors, an anthology of horror and suspense. Tonight's episode, Byron's Tale, written by Eric Busby. Very well. The truth is, I need you to do a favor for me. Me? Do a favor for you? Oh, yes. Forgive me if I'm a little confused here, but exactly what is it I can do for the Lord of Hell that he can't get one of his minions to do for him? The time is the present. The place, Portland, Oregon, USA. This is Byron. He's been around for a very, very long time. He's about to meet a remarkable young woman. Hmm. That seems to always lead to trouble. But give a listen to Byron's tale. I guess I need you to understand why I am doing this. Why it needs to be done. You need to understand I take no pleasure for this. It is for the greater good of all. I simply have no choice in the matter. I guess I should try to explain it all. From the beginning. I was at home relaxing when it all started. That door was one of a kind, I hope you know. I bought it from Merlin himself. You come now! I remember him telling me it could withstand any kind of punishment, that even the assembled hordes of Genghis Khan couldn't break through it. You come now! Of course, considering you've just smashed through it does tend to make me wonder if he was less than honest with me. I've never really had cause to test it before. Or maybe the warranty is up. Do these things even come with a warranty, I wonder? You come now! I gather you'd like me to come with you someplace. Yes. Master says you come now! Fine. Just let me get my coat. 
What does your master want with me anyway? Master says, you come now. I can see we're going to have a stimulating conversation on the way over. Very well. Lead on, Macduff. Or is that Leon Macduff? I should really look that up sometime. Come! I'm coming. See? I'm right behind you. Now, you'd expect someone walking along a sidewalk next to an eight-foot-tall red demon with horns might attract a great deal of attention. You'd think that, but you'd be wrong. You see, the funny thing about humanity is they are very good at not seeing things. They don't see a lot of what's going on in the world around themselves. Not that they're not paying enough attention or anything. It has more to do with that they can't see what is going on. It's something in the conditioning of the human mind. Creatures like Morg can only be seen if they wish to be seen. Otherwise, people tend to see Morg as a very tall, well-built man. Me, on the other hand, they can see with ease. I have no reason to hide myself in the masquerade, so to speak. What they see, looking at me, is a man with sickly pale skin, dressed all in black. Kind of goth-like, in a way. But I am no more human than Morg is. However, unlike Morg, I am not a demon from the depths of hell. Morg said his master wanted to see me. Believe it or not, that did not sit well with me. When you consider who his master is, well, you might understand why. I'm so pleased that you came. It's not as though your pet here gave me any option, really. But what is it you want, Lucifer? Oh, please, just call me Logan. Lucifer sounds so drab these days, don't you think? To be honest, I don't care. What is it you want? Maybe I want nothing. Have you thought of that? Maybe I was in the neighborhood, and I wanted to see how my old friend Byron was doing. Considering we've never been friends, I would have to question that. <sighs> oh, very well. The truth is, I need you to do a favor for me. Me? Do a favor for you? Oh, yes. Forgive me if I'm a little confused here, but exactly what is it I can do for the Lord of Hell that he can't get one of his minions to do for him? I need someone who is outside of the game, so to speak. You do not work for them any more than you work for me. Obviously. Thus, that makes you the perfect person to perform this simple and most maudlin of tasks for me. What exactly is it you want from me? I need someone found. Found? Yes. You see, someone escaped from my realm recently, and I want her returned as soon as possible. Someone escaped from hell? I've never heard of that before. That's because it's never happened before. 
it's not really something I want the opposition to learn about. Now, I could send out my troops to find this wayward soul, but that would attract all sorts of attention, which, to be honest, I'm looking to avoid. And you want me to find her and bring her back to you? Exactly. Good to see we're on the same page, so to speak. We were able to track her in this city of yours. And what's in it for me? Oh, that's easy. What's in it for you is I ignore you. That's it? You just ignore me? Oh, indeed. You see, up till now, I've not had much cause to pay any attention to what you get on in this city of... What's this place called again? Portland. It's in Oregon. Oh, yes, that's right. Anyway, as I've said, I have not had much cause to pay attention to your activities in this Portland place. But if you were to refuse my request, I could take it badly. Then I might start taking a great deal of interest in your activities here. I see. I thought you might. This girl. How will I know her? What does she look like? This is her picture. She presently goes by the name of Lilith. Lilith. Quite an attractive woman. What did she do to wind up in hell in the first place? You don't really need to know that. So, Byron, my dear old friend, do we have a deal? I'll let you know when I found her. Very well. Shall I have Morg here escort you back home? No, I think I can find my own way home, thank you. Until later, then. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. Yeah, it's always a real thrill. There are basically two sides that control the forces of the universe. Call them light and dark, good and bad, God and the devil. When it comes right down to it, most people are on one side or the other. Myself. I make a rule to avoid interacting with either side as much as I can. I'm on my own side and not involved in the great game. I follow my own agenda. Yet... Sometimes my path crosses theirs, and I find myself caught up in a situation like I do now. Such as finding this woman. Question is, how do I go about finding her? Plus, she is something of a puzzle to me. No one has ever escaped from hell before. It is simply not heard of. So how did she do it? There were things about this woman that I didn't know yet. Funny thing was, this whole situation was about to get a great deal more complex for me. As I approached my home, I saw a golden light spilling out of the shattered remains of the front door. Bright, intense, angelic. Come in, Byron. I know you are outside. Come in and warm yourself by the fire. Hello, Gabriel. It's been a while. 
Over 400 years. I trust you have been well in that time. For the most part. So what brings the Lord of the Host to my home? We understand that you met with the Dark One this night. We wish to know why. You mean Logan? Yes, I saw him. He wants to get together to play a round of golf this weekend. Byron, please do not lie to me. We know of the girl he wants you to find. So why did you bother asking me? To see if your nature had changed. To see if you would be honest with us. I see. Well, to be honest, yes. Logan asked me to find a girl who escaped from hell. Logan has lied to you. The girl did not escape from hell. She walked out of heaven. Logan lied to me? You were dealing with the Prince of Lies. What did you expect? Point taken. So why does he want this girl if she did not escape from hell? For the same reason we wish her returned to us. A task which you will do for us. And why would I want to do that? Because he requested it of you. And you do not want to upset him. This gets better by the minute. Exactly why did this girl walk out of heaven? You do not need to know... That information. Yes. Somehow I knew you were going to say that. So, will you do this for us? Do I have a choice? No, you do not. I expect I shall hear from you soon. Be well, Byron. You could have at least replaced the door on your way out. Byron, Byron, Byron. What have you gotten yourself mixed up in? So that's my situation. I was stuck between a rock and a hard place, caught between heaven and hell, and whomever I turned her over to, the other was going to rain down their wrath upon me. That's if I could even find her. With this kind of pressure on me, I did what anyone in a similar situation might do. I went out for a drink. Dante's Inferno was not your typical run-of-the-mill bar, but you'd never know it from the outside. Within, however, it catered to a special clientele. Vampires, elves, wizards. This was the place to go if you were looking for a night out or a quick drink. Hey, pale man! What can I get for you? You wouldn't have any mead, would you? Mead? Not a lot of call for that around here. I could set you up with a good screaming Viking. Never heard of it. What's in that? A little rum, a dash of soda, blood of a fallen angel. Think I'll pass. Had just about enough of angels, fallen or otherwise. It looked like you got the weight of the world on your shoulders tonight. Yeah. I'm looking for a woman. That'll all? I can have you set up in 20 minutes if you want. Not that kind of woman. Believe it or not, I'm looking for a girl who walked out of heaven. Or hell, depending on whom you ask. Oh, Lilith. Yeah, I heard about it. You've heard about Lilith? How? I wouldn't be no good bartender if I hadn't now, would I? Do you know where I can find her? Yeah, she's in a booth near the back. See? 
right over there. That's when I first saw her. She looked different than she did in the picture, haggard, tired. Like she had been running for a long time and was just looking for a place to rest. I did not expect to come across her like this, or this soon. It was like she had been dropped into my lap. The least I could do was say hello. Mind if I sit down? Just leave me alone. Funny. Most people come to bars to meet people, not to be alone. My name's Byron. I know. The Pale Man of Portland. You've heard of me. I think most have. The one who walks the line. Not good, not evil. He simply is. I like to think I do good, in my own way. Really? I was told you orchestrated the fall of the Roman Empire and killed thousands. It had fulfilled what I needed from it. There was no point in letting it continue to exist. Great harm would have come if I had let it stay. Interesting point of view. So, which one of them sent you? Both, believe it or not. Have they told you anything about me? No, not really. One said you escaped from hell, the other said you walked out of heaven. And they send you to retrieve me. Yes. Why is that, I wonder? Look at me, pale man. What do you see? Someone who could do with a good night's rest. No, look deeper than that. Look down within. Tell me, what is it you see? I see... I... See... That's not possible. (laughs) That's what everyone says when they find out. But, uh, I mean, how? I am the offspring of my mother and father. My mother loved my father very much, until his rebellion drove a wedge between the two of them. You mean to tell me you are the child of both God and Lucifer? Yes, I am. But... I thought God was a man. God is the most powerful being in creation. God can be whatever it wants to be. But why are they after you? I am a creature with both the powers of heaven and hell within me. I can come and go from their realms as I see fit, yet each side is trying to find a way to use me against the other. They can use you like a weapon against the other. Typical dysfunctional family crap. What do you mean? When marriages break up, sometimes each parent tries to turn their kids against the other parent. Only in your case, I say it's on a much grander scale. And that is why I do not let them find me. I never stay in the same place for very long. I'm always on the move, have been for many years. I will not let them use me against one another. But now I do have a problem. You've found me. And I can't allow you to take me in. There is no need to get alarmed. Indeed, I might be able to help you out. How so? (laughs) Not here. He not here. Yes, I can see that, Morg. Perhaps we're simply early. You shouldn't be here at all. If you ask me... Gabriel, what are you doing here? 
I was asked to be here. Who asked you? I thought that would have been obvious. I asked her here. In fact, I asked both of you to come. What is going on here, Byron? Yes, I demand to know what's going on. Oh, it's simple enough. You see, I found the girl. Where is she? Safe. And how long she stays that way depends on you. What are you talking about? Let's just say I know what she means to both of you. Logan, if you found a way to control her, no doubt you would use her to raise heaven to the ground. And your sword would do the same, Gabriel. That's why she's been on the run from the both of you. She just wants to live her life. You would turn her into a tool to control everything. I demand that my daughter be brought here at once. Or you'll do what? Kill me? Destroy Portland? Blow up the planet? I think not. See, while I have Lilith, you can't do anything. Because if anything, and I mean anything, happens to me, I have arranged it that she would be killed. How could you do that? I have a few tricks up my sleeve still. Now here are my terms. Lilith will remain safe. But neither of your forces are to interfere with me or what I do with this city. If you think I am just going to walk away from all this like... That's exactly what you're going to do. Because if you don't, your daughter dies. Do you really want that, Logan? Because if you ever come here again, that's what will happen. How do we know you will keep her safe? You don't. You're just going to have to trust me that I will keep my word. Very well. I've waited this long for her to return to me. I can wait a little while longer. But rest assured, I will be keeping my eye on you, Byron. I've been surprised if you didn't. Until next time. Your actions have made you some very powerful enemies this day, Byron. I know. But it's not like I was given much choice. Whichever way I turned, the other side would have attacked me. This way, we have a nice, pleasant stalemate. Neither side wins. For the moment. But do not grow comfortable with this situation. Be well, Byron. And that brings us to where we are now. Full circle, so to speak. You said you were going to help me. And so I have. This cage you're in is one of a kind, built by the great Merlin himself. However, unlike my front door, I have tested it. Nothing angelic or demonic can enter or leave this room. While you are here, you're safe. You mean I'm trapped, locked in here, in the dark. Let me out, Byron! Let me out! I can't do that, I'm afraid. If you get out, heaven and hell will rain destruction down on my city. And I can't have that. Not until I am done with Portland, the city and its people. And how long will that be? Well, Rome took me almost a thousand years to get what I needed from it. And I've only been in Portland the last five. 
Don't worry. All your needs will be looked after. I'll stop in from time to time. Don't do this to me! Let me out of here! I'm sorry, Lilith. As I've explained, I just can't do that. Let me out of here, Byron! Let me out! Let me out! You know, I don't know who to feel sorry for. Byron, Logan, Gabriel, or poor Lilith. It seems that no matter what they do, they're all trapped, perhaps for all time. <laughs> You have been listening to Night Terrors, Byron's Tale, written by Eric Busby. Featured in the cast were Tom Davis as Byron, Ben Harmer as Morg, Carl Puder as Logan, Laura Post as Gabriel, Josh W. Spencer as Sam, and Kara Dennison as Lilith. The series is produced and directed by Mark Percy. Co-production and post-production by Chris Snyder. The executive producer of Darker Projects is Eric Busby. So until next time, sleep well. Apparently you enjoy listening to audio dramas since you're hearing this message. I'll keep it short so you can get back to the fun stuff. If you would like to see and experience how all these stories, voices, sound effects, and music come together to create theater of the mind... Make plans to visit the Modern Audio Drama Convention in Halifax, Nova Scotia, July 24th through 26, 2020. Meet the creators. Find out how to write, record, mix, sweeten, and produce movies that play in your head. See what the voices you hear actually look like. We never look like we sound. For all the details, visit madcon.com. That's M-A-D as in modern audio drama, then dash as in dash on over, then con as in convention, duh, then dot as in it'll be the most fun you've had in a while, period, then com as in come on over, we'll love to see you. Madcon, your ears and brain will thank you.